What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of The Night Shift. How's everybody doing today? As always, I am your host, Zach Hernandez, and it's game day. The Warriors and Celtics taking on each other in Boston. Game three, the series tied one to one, and we're going to talk about it today. I got my boys, Vince and Michael, on who have both been on a pod recently. Say what's up, guys. What's up? So we're just going to hop right into it. We just want to cover. It's going to be all finals talk today. Uh, Not going to cover much else, but. We got a lot of things to cover, and to start off, let's give a quick recap and give our thoughts on game two. So, obviously, Boston won game one, and then the Warriors clapped back and won game two to tie the series. Um, The Warriors in game two kind of started a little slow. I'll say both teams started pretty slow. Um, It was kind of an ugly game, and the Warriors went into the half leading by two. But then the Warriors turned on the Jets, and then they absolutely mowed over Boston in the second half. So, quick general thoughts, takeaways from the games that you guys have. Anything? Uh, yeah, I thought the, the refs were really, like, awfully biased in favor of Golden State in game two. Not that it mattered because, you know, even if they weren't, like, I think Boston still would probably lost. But it was pretty fascinating to watch that. Um, yeah, Clay's like, ooh, yikes, dude. He's arguably one of the worst people on the court. Um, Jason Tatum's all over the place. Um, he was shooting threes well, but he, uh, you know, he turns the ball over so much erratic passing. I don't trust him very much. Jalen Brown was same thing. Like those two need to cut down the turnovers. If they cut down the turnovers. I think they win the series. Okay. Well, Vince, I'm going to have to disagree with you on the, uh, the refs being biased at Golden State because the, the game was called pretty pretty fairly and equally. And I know Draymond should not have gotten a second tech, and he didn't. And I don't know why everybody's complaining about that. And for I mean, it wasn't Warriors, just Draymond. It was just in general, like the foul calls. Um, there were just a lot of fouls, I think, that should have been called against Golden State. Um you know, and Boston players been. were driving in and stuff. It was just you know, more of a general criticism. Once again, I, I still think Boston would have lost. It was just kind of interesting, though. Yeah. And I, also should have been calls for Golden State. I mean, they shot relatively the same amount of free throws. Warriors shot 20, Celtics shot 17. The one thing I will agree with Vince on is there was one call where Gary Payton went up for a dunk. Jalen Brown didn't even touch him, and then they called that a foul. Um, that was not a foul at all. He, I don't even know if he like made contact with him. So that was not, that was a bad call on the refs part, but ultimately I don't think the refs were bad. I think they were kind of letting both teams play for the most part, kind of making it physical. I was shocked. Draymond didn't get his second tech. Um, I was fully expecting him to be thrown out. I would have put a lot of money that he would have got thrown out. Thankful he, he, that he did not, but no, I don't think the refs were really that bad at all. I think they were fine uh, for the entire game, except I will say that Jalen Brown call was, that was awful. Bad call. Um, Jay, you brought up Jason Tatum, and he has not been very good this series so far. We're two games in. Game one, he had 12 points, shot three for 17, which is really bad. And then game two, he had 28 points. He shot eight for 19, which isn't great. He still had 28 points, though. But second half, I'm pretty sure he only took almost like three shots. Um, Tatum has not looked as well as he has in previous rounds. I don't know what's going on. I think he'll probably flip a switch tonight and we'll see him maybe drop 30 points on, you know, decently efficient shooting. Um, but Jason Tatum hasn't even been their best player uh, in this series so far. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I think Jalen Brown and in, in general, I like Jalen Brown more because he's just less erratic. You know, he's pretty consistent every game. You know, what you're going to get from him. I think Tatum has a higher ceiling, but. Like I said, he throws the ball all over the place. 
you know, he's kind of a mess and he gets into this, like almost like West Brickian type of like mode where he just like shoots and shoots and just, it just looks like disoriented, like all over the place. I just don't trust them. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Jalen Brown either because he turns the ball over like so much. His handles are horrible. His ball security is, it's bad, but yeah, he does hit shots, but he doesn't, I don't feel like he can affect the game as much as Tatum can. I agree that, yeah, Tatum can have higher effects, but he can also have higher damages. It's kind of like, you know, the Ben Simmons type of thing. It's, it's like a high-risk, high-reward. Yeah. So I was talking about the, the slow start to the game with the Warriors only having a two-point, which surprisingly they had a two-point lead at halftime. I feel like if Boston wasn't playing so bad either or in any other game, the Warriors would be getting blown out at the half. That's why. Yeah, but that yeah, goes both ways. That goes both ways, too. I mean, if the Warriors weren't playing bad, Boston would have gotten blown out. It was just a really bad game on both sides. They were sides. both super sloppy. It was, it yeah. was honestly kind of gross to watch. I was like, ew. First half but, was ugly. The yeah. first half was not was not pretty. Second half, the Warriors looked really good. Um, both Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have had six turnovers so far in the playoffs or in this series. Um, both have been pretty sloppy. Jalen Brown, I would say, has been slightly better than Jason Tatum. Not, like, far away, though, because his shooting hasn't been very efficient. But I'm going to take what he's done over Jason Tatum so far. Um, I don't expect that to stay, though. I honestly think Jason Tatum's going to, uh, like I said earlier, flip a switch and kind of turn into the superstar that we've kind of seen in recently. I'm not going to call him a superstar yet, but he's been playing like one in the playoffs. Um want to talk about Al Horford because, I mean, first game, game one, he had 26 points, shot nine for 12, made six threes. Next game, he had two points, shot one for four. Do you guys think he's we're going to see another 20 bomb from Mr. Horford? No, no but I, it was really weird that he only t- – he, like, his first shot was, like, I think, like, really far into, like, the second uh, quarter. It was, like, bizarre. Really? Yeah, I don't know war, yeah. what the hell the game plan was, but like it just did not have Horford in it for the beginning part. It was really bizarre. Yeah, because the Warriors actually adjusted on defense and stopped, you know, leaving him. No, no, no yeah, no, the, the the Warriors started playing really good defense. Uh, actually, past the second half, like I think I, you know, you saw Kerr like motion to play more aggressive on the point and stuff, um, and they were just you know all up in their face, and Boston didn't really know how to deal with it. And uh, yeah, I got to give credit to Curry. Not a huge Curry fan, but his defense was amazing. Like uh, his perimeter defense was like really freaking good. So I mean, if Curry can you know play that perimeter defense and still be that three point threat, then I mean, yeah, the Warriors take the series. Um, I I don't know if Curry can play a whole series with that type of defensive intensity because I don't think we've ever really seen that. But uh, it'll be interesting though. I mean, I feel like he can play the whole series with that type of defensive intensity because you look at the entire season, he's been he's been pretty damn good on defense this entire season. And it's it's kinda a little bit overlooked. It's getting a little more noticed now. But I do feel like he can keep up that same intensity. And it's the finals too, so extra motivation. And also for Horford, we're we're never I don't think we're ever seeing another game like that from him this series. <laughs> It's yeah, never no. gonna happen. The highest he's dropping is probably five points. Well, I don't know. He uh, might get more than I, I, he might I, I, get more than five. Yeah, I, I get like fifteen, maybe as max. But. He may get more than five. I don't see another twenty bomb coming though. That was like a career night. But I will say, Marcus Smart is the defensive player of the year. But Curry has been better defensively in this series so far. Um, and I don't, I don't think I can, I that can be argued. I mean, Marcus Smart's been okay, but. Steph Curry's been one of the better defenders in this entire series and better than Marcus Smart. Uh, they can't stop the guy. Um, and his defense, his offense, they can't stop him. And then his defense has been great. So, you know, he's coming for that finals MVP. Yeah, I don't know why, though. Because, um, like, I've seen, like, I saw, like, Curry, like, on, like, guarding, like, you know, way bigger guys than them. And they refused to, like, you know, like try to back them down into the post. It was like kind of weird. I was like, why are they not? Like they obviously like probably have the physical capability of doing so. I mean, you know, I know Curry's put on some, you know, weight or whatever, but it's not, you know, 
somebody like Tatum's size should be able to, you know, kind of bully him back into the paint. Um, I don't know if it's like some type of confidence issue with Boston, like Jason Tatum specifically, because I, I, it was just weird that like Curry was almost bullying him on defense. It's pathetic. Yeah, I believe, I think it's, I believe it's a confidence issue because I don't think Boston has been dominating as much in the paint and they've been pretty off from inside the, uh, outside of like three point shooting, they haven't really hit anything on the inside at all. Yeah. And to be fair to them, I think that there were a lot of missed foul calls on the inside uh, last game. Uh, I really do, but, uh, but obviously it's still not an excuse for their, you know, low field goal percentage though. Um, I think that goes both ways. Yeah. I think the foul calls go both. I don't think the refs were in favor of Boston that game. I think they were pretty, I think the calls were pretty equal. Except, like I said earlier, the one Jalen Brown call was bad. Yeah, and then you see Steph getting slapped on the arm like twice when he drove in. No call at all. all. They were letting him play. The refs were letting him play harder than normal, which is what they should be doing. Which is good. I mean, I get that, but that was a – that was a clear like foul, like slapping. Like, if you're not gonna call that, just don't call it on both sides. It's yeah. all I care about is consistency. Um, but I don't. So they're heading back to Boston for Game Three. Um, Steph has dropped 34 and 29 points, so he's been absolutely killing it. Um, but I also want to talk about Wiggins because in the whole playoffs, Wiggins has been extremely consistent. But in these is, I mean, even in these two games, he didn't shoot all that great last game. Um, but his defense and rebounding has literally been amazing for the entire playoffs and in this series as well. Um, Andrew Wiggins has been our most consistent player. I mean, besides Steph, but Andrew Wiggins has been our most consistent player in the playoffs. Um, and I think without him, we're not here. What do you guys think about Wiggins? How he's been playing? Yeah, no. Everyone gives some so much hype to Jordan Poole, but yeah, like I honestly think Wiggins is a more valuable player. Uh, like you said, he's way more consistent. Um, you know, he just provides so much utility for them. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, as good as Jordan Poole kind of has been or whatever, like you know, they don't really need him as much as I feel like they need Wiggins. But I feel like. I mean, I like Wiggins and all, but Jordan Poole is still a huge X factor. Can still be a huge X factor for this playoffs because he he can really like get an offense going with those those threes and his flashy finishing. I mean, yeah, he hasn't looked as strong as he had during like near the end of the season or like the first round versus the Nuggets, but I still feel like he's the bigger key component. And yeah, mm-hmm. Wiggins Wiggins his his defense and rebounding has has picked up drastically, but his scoring this series hasn't been as effective as, as uh, past series games. I'm just saying though, like if I had, if I was like the Warriors coach and I had to like get rid of one of them, I would get rid of Poole instead of Wiggins. Cause I think that you guys need Wiggins more than you need Poole. That's tough for the future. I don't know if I do that. For the future, no, no, yeah. comes up. For the series specifically. For this series specifically, sure. Um, but then you take off a, uh, a, a a playmaker, like a shot creator. And Warriors, you know, they yeah. have a few, but not many at all for bench unit, especially. Yeah, but we need – I mean, I, I think we would need Wiggins. Uh, sure, scoring hasn't been great this series. I mean, he did have 17 points in game one. Or no, I'm sorry. that uh, He had uh, like 13 20. points in game one or something. Or, or two I might say game two. I'm sorry. 11 points in game two. Um, but his defense has been absolutely insane. And I and Jordan Poole, he's not an awful defender. Um, game one, he didn't play very great defense. But, I mean, Wiggins is miles better of a defender, better rebounder, and all-around game. Uh, I think we need Wiggins more right now. So I'm, I'm kind of with Vince on that one. Um, and I'm not saying Jordan Poole, we don't need him because obviously he can be an X factor. Everyone on the team can be an X factor. Um, but I like what I've seen from Wiggins so far. And I think he's going to be, I think he's been a bigger part and we need him a little bit more. Um, but 
another guy I also wanted to talk about was the Loon Dog, Kevon Looney, dude. He's been an absolute beast in the playoffs, and it's kind of random. Uh, I don't know if Looney's ever played this good of basketball in, like in his NBA career. He's been absolutely killing it. Um, shoot, man, without Looney, I don't know what this team has been doing. How you guys I mean, feel about Looney? In the in the postseason, he he usually does pick up his game a lot because I noticed that in 2019, like his his defense is is great in the playoffs and he plays a lot more aggressively. I mean, that was you know before the the hip surgeries, but he's having like the best stretch of games like in his career. But in the in this finals so far, I mean, obviously he hasn't matched like his numbers like he did in like Dallas or the last game against Memphis, which is huge. But yeah, I feel like he's he's made a big impact for this Warriors team and created a lot of points for us. Yeah, Looney and Wiggins, um, you know, you just kind of think of they they you know usually just kind of get passed up to the side as like you know role players or whatever. But uh, I, it, yeah, it's weird. The fact that they've been both so good has just kind of made this team unstoppable. Um, you basically have, you know, five Warriors players. I mean, you could argue six that are like, you know, top tier starter playing like top tier starters. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Looney, I mean, good for him. Cause I mean, I remember like, you know, it was like a, like a quarter through this season, like, I remember people on halftime were kind of trashing him and saying he was just kind of like, yeah, I'm sick of him. Like, let's get somebody better or whatever. But, I mean, yeah, to his credit, he's played well. I mean, um, I'm pretty surprised by how well he's played. The majority of his career, he's been a solid backup center. Like, would be a ceiling. But right now he's playing like a solid starting center. So, I'm I'm super stoked for that. Um, Gary Payton. Glad he's back. Didn't play at all in game one, <laughs> yeah, which I was surprising. really annoyed at Steve Kerr for that. And then he comes in game two, gets seven points, which he's not even meant for scoring, but got seven points, didn't miss a shot, three rebounds, three assists, and played incredible defense. He's our biggest X factor. Um, that guy is an absolute dog out there. His hustle's insane. He's always moving, and he's such a great defender. Uh, we're going to need GP2 in this series. Yeah. What do you guys think of Bielitsa? He, uh, has he played both games or <laughs> did he just play one? Um, He's he played both. He barely played in game one. Well, yeah. Okay. He, played more, he played more in game two. I don't even I'm know if he played. I'm surprised that he goes out there instead of Kaminga. But, I mean, <laughs> I mean. I feel like they need, I think, since it's the finals, they're sticking more with, ex- I mean, ex- Game experience. I know it's Bielitsa, yeah. but he has more experience than Kaminga does, and he can make more of the right plays. But honestly, surprisingly, Bielitsa on the defensive end, like he's actually semi holding his own this time. It's no, it's I I totally weird. agree. I like, totally agree with you. He has been. Um, like, he's actually looked pretty. His last game, he actually played pretty decently. Um, the reason he's not pl- the reason Kaminga is not playing over him is because of the experience thing. I still think Kaminga is a better player, um, but he played well last game for the most part. He obviously did his boneheaded plays. Like Stupid I remember, tournament. I don't remember what he did. I think he blocked a shot, stole the ball, or something, and then he chucked it ha- down court, and then it just got picked off. Uh, and I was like, I was like, yes, no, I was like. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, the thing that was annoying, too, is because that guy was, like, right in the passing lane. He didn't yeah. Lie. It's like, he, I don't think he even looked. He just threw the ball down there and assumed someone was going to get it. Yeah. Kind of like, you know. Jimmy thought he was about to make, like, the greatest sequence of all time. Yeah. And he, like, he, yeah, he of got his a career. big head for a second. Um, but, no, he played 10 minutes in game two, had six points. Uh, tacked on five rebounds and he had that one turnover with a steal. So I think, you know, for his minutes, he's actually provided some pretty solid play for the Warriors um, in game two. I think game one, he only played one minute, not even one minute. So what position is he playing at for the Warriors? Uh, usually the four um, Warriors kind of run positionless basketball, but yeah. us- usually the four, um, but he is one of our bigger guys. So sometimes he might be playing the five. Um but generally, he he does like to stand outside too on the perimeter sometimes. So, do so you think he'll like 
if um, like Looney gets injured, like will he get like starting minutes almost? Or yeah, uh, he will. No, no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think they'd start him, and I don't think he'd get starting minutes. I think if Looney were to get injured, they would just bring in Jordan Poole or Gary Payton to start, and we just run an insanely small ball team. He might get an increase, like four or five minutes, but they're going to increase Porter's minutes. They're going to increase Payton's minutes. Yeah, they're not going to increase Bealitz's minutes by a lot. I don't think. Okay, they sure as hell wouldn't put him in the starting lineup. Okay, it seems Kerr likes him a lot, so I was just wondering, you know, like. Yeah, I'm, I he, I will say – I'll agree with Michael, though, because he did play well in game two, um, like pretty solid. Off that. Oh, good and luck. If one of your guys get injured and he gets starting minutes, good luck. He might he might not be like in, he might not be the in, in the like initial like beginning of the game starting lineup, but he's I feel like he's gonna he would get a lot more starting minutes. No, I still don't players. think so. I don't think so. I just think it'd increase everybody's minutes. They'd increase pulls, Peyton's, and Porter's. Maybe even Moody. They'd probably bring in Moody a little bit more. Um, Bealitz, yeah. he may get like two or three more minutes. I don't think they'd yeah, increase. I, I hope so for your guys' sake. <laughs> yeah, actually, Moody has been affected this series, so I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't. This series, I mean, I mean, played I much... mean not this series, though, yeah. But, um, playoffs, um, he playoffs. played pretty well last series. Um, playoffs, he's been well, he hasn't played much this series, but you know, I would he's be sure. If... Yeah, he is. He's he's a little less raw than Kaminga, I think. It's like it's a tough comparison because they're always comparing the two rookies. I think Kaminga's obviously got a higher ceiling, um, but Moody I think is a tad bit more mature when it comes to the game than Kaminga. But Kaminga still can go out there and play way better than Moody. Like Kaminga can make some dumb mistakes sometimes. Moody's more a little more conservative, and he's just like he's out there hustling. Well, for Kaminga, it's the it's the fouls that he needs to work on because he does he does foul quite a bit. Like because usually like in the first like few minutes he's starting here, he has like two fouls or sometimes three. Mm-hmm. And he's got to he's got to cut down on those big time. I mean, I know some of them are touch fouls, but he's got to he still needs to learn. Like, you know, I got to say, it's going to be pretty it. embarrassing if the Warriors don't win this series, considering like how much deeper their team is. Like, we just went through a list of guys who are just playing great. If you go through Boston's list, I mean, past Marcus Smart and I guess Al Horford, it's saying you know, they, like the, they, it's not they even have close a deep team. in terms of depth. They, yeah, I mean, the, the Warriors are a deeper team, but Boston's not not deep. I mean, Derek White's been one of their best team. players this season coming off the bench. Peyton Pritchard's been pretty good. Um, defensively, no. Pritchard's... Eh. Yeah, well, he's not a great defender. He's not like a great defender, but he can score. He can provide um, for threes on offense. I think the Warriors are deeper. And I don't, but I don't think it'd be embarrassing if they lost. I mean, geez, Boston's I, I really know. good, I mean, dude. Considering they, how like, all the players have played this, this, you know, these playoffs. I mean, I would say, yeah, compared to Boston, I just don't. If you went down the list, I would only say like, I mean, in terms of depth, all those depth players, like I don't know which ones on Boston I'd take over Golden State's. Well, Derek White has arguably been the best bench player this series. Um, they he has shut been. him down in game two mostly. Um, he I mean, did have a great he didn't game shoot one, well, but he shot. Up. He got like twelve points. Um, yeah, garbage time though. But he enough. got thirty. He got thirty minutes. Um, but Go for the points wise, you know, Grant Williams is good. Peyton Pritchard is good. Other than that, their bench isn't amazing. Like the Warriors got Pool, Peyton, Bealitza, Porter, Moody. Uh, Kaminga doesn't play. Um. But Warriors are deeper. Boston's still deep. But I don't like. I don't think it'd be embarrassing if they lost. Boston's good. Yeah, I mean, shoot, really dude, they team. they got guys who could step up and drop twenty points well, out of nowhere. Like, team, yeah, but I mean, in terms of talent, I don't really think it's it's not even. I mean, you know, like Tatum isn't even close to Curry talent wise. Am I? Well, nobody's really close to Curry talent wise. Yeah, but I'm just not saying, like, in general, like I just think the Warriors are just a, a far better team in, ter- with, in terms of talent. I mean, Boston's a smart team, and they play really good basketball. But, like, they don't have, I don't think, the, you know, X factors that the Warriors do. The fact that you have Curry, Clay, Jordan Poole, who, you know, we can see, like, he can play amazing at times. Um, and you have, you know, Wiggins and Looney playing as good as they are. I mean, it's a pretty stacked team. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, they're definitely a great team. There's no doubt. And they're a better team, I think. Um, 
But, I mean, shoot, these guys got a good one-two punch. I mean, out of the top three players in this series, two of them are on Boston. Um, and they've been playing really well in the entire playoffs. Um, this series has been a little slower. But I think Boston's I re- really good. What? I wouldn't say it would be embarrassing at all. Yeah, no, I don't think so. It's either. not like we're losing to, like, a 41 team at one point who's, like, a seven yeah. seed. And they're here for a reason. I mean, they're the number one defensive ranked team in the entire league in the in the regular season. Um, they have so a great no, coach, too. I don't think they're going to lose the Warriors. I don't think they're going to lose. Um, but if they do, we shouldn't even be here. So, we nobody thought we was going to be here. Um, so, I wouldn't be too mad. I'd be mad, but I wouldn't be. The future is where I'm looking for this team next year and the year after. Let's talk about Clay, uh, my favorite player in the league, but he has been tough to watch um, offensively. Cool. Defensively, actually, he's been a lot better than I anticipated. He's actually played really well on defense, in my opinion. Um, not as well as he used to maybe back in 2017 in those years, but still solid. But game one, 15 points on six for 14 shooting. Not completely awful, but not great. And then 11 points on four for 19 shooting in game two. Yikes. made one three shooting eight of them. Um, so he's been tough to watch. He's been kind of a brick. Last game, he was really trying to find his shot. Um, and I said this right when Clay came back, and it sucks that it's still the case right now. But he's just forcing all of his shots, and I really hope he can kind of realize that and just not force as many because that's the game the Warriors always used to play. And that's what made Clay so good is he wouldn't dribble. He wouldn't create. They would just find him. Steph or Draymond would just find him, and he would just shoot it from wherever he was at. And I think that's when Clay's at his best, not when he's dribbling. I saw a stat yesterday on Twitter, and it said it had Clay shooting percentage off a dribble and Clay shooting percentage off the catch. And his shooting percentage catch and shooting was way better. And I was like, Clay, let's uh, let's stick with that, man. <laughs> what do you guys think? I wonder like how much tougher it is after the injury for him to get into the spots he used to be able to get into based on, you know, because of his injuries. Like, you know, because off-ball running, like, I mean, that's, you know, how Clay got, you know, he would have to get to certain spots and maneuver his way. Like, I wonder how much harder that is for him now, you know? That might be the reason why a lot of his shot selections haven't been as open as, you know, they used to be, which is probably why he's, you know, shooting more poorly. And even, like, even in his good shot selections, like, even when he's he's relatively open, he's been he's just been missing for some reason. And he's been pretty, pretty, I mean, horrible this series. I mean, outside defensively. Yeah. He's been, yeah. he's been really he's been hurting awful, the yeah. team. And honestly, we can't, like, he can't keep having these games and always show up. And, I mean, yes, like, game six is important, but there's still five games before that. Yeah. And I wonder how much the Warriors would have beat Boston by, too, if, you they know, Clay was been shooting so many bricks, you know. Would have beat that's a lot. That's really quarter. inefficient. I mean, we would have been blowing them out by the second quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Clay's been a liability for us on the offensive end. There's no doubt about that. Um, it's sad to see. I, I think he'll he'll find himself. I'm hoping this series, I still have a lot of faith in him because taking two and a half years off and then coming right back into one of the best teams in the league, it's not easy. Um, he'll find himself. May not be this season, hopefully next. But I still have faith in that guy. And I do think that one game, this series, we're going to need him and everyone else is going to be off and he's going to come through like like he usually does. So I still believe in that guy. Um, do you hopefully think, we don't um, how like when do you how long how much longer do you think he's going to be on the Warriors? Probably um, let's say his his play starts to decline. Yeah, no, he they're not getting rid of him. Uh, he'll he'll be here forever. I think until he retires. I think that's the same with the main core. I don't think yeah. any of them are going to leave. They just have two. You can't – this type of chemistry doesn't come along, like, yeah. you know, all the time. These three guys love each other. They played each other for, you know, almost, I think, a decade now. Um, they love being around each other. They win together. Um, so, sure, Clay's not playing as well, but they're not just going to move him uh, because of that, I don't think. Yeah. So You, you, can't, you can't break up Steph and Clay. Like it's, I know. It's, you like, just It's can't. against the law. Can't watch Steph without Clay, and you can't watch Clay without Steph. Those two are meant to be together, so um, play together. Just so to find. 
You wouldn't get rid of Clay for like a superstar. Well, okay, if they said Giannis for Clay, not like okay. what about like LeBron? <laughs> LeBron? No, no, I don't want LeBron. I, I, I don't. We don't. Want we don't. We don't need LeBron. This I literally don't even want LeBron for anybody. Like I can't. I don't want to yes. root for that guy. I mean, it'd be um, sick having him with Steph, but I, I don't think we need him. If we sign LeBron to a minimum contract or something, like oh I guess God. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't like get his jersey or anything, and I wouldn't really root for him. But I obviously <laughs> wouldn't root against him. I just can't. I can't stand that guy. Um, I feel like before he retires, he's gonna want to play on the Warriors. I feel like for some. Reason. I could see that happening for like one year. Like, just I heard, to play with well, Steph. I don't know if it's true or not, but I think he said something like somebody asked him like if the two teams in the finals like oh, which yeah. one you want to play for. He said Golden State. So. I mean, who wouldn't want to play for Golden yeah. State? Steph Curry. I mean, come on. Yeah, no, he said that. Um, and earlier in this season, someone said if you could one. play with one current player, who would it be? And he said Steph. So, oh, um, I mean, everybody wants to play with Steph. I mean, yeah, I mean, Steph's a likable guy. He's obviously really good. And well, you know, no, not likable. Mm, yeah. Well, it depends What's, if he's you know destroyed your you team. know dancing around like, just, like after he, every shot. It's kind of like but that. he's earned it though because he's accomplished. I know, so yeah, much. He and he him, and he's like he, God, dude. He backs hey. up everything. Yeah, he, he backs it up. Hey, Curry can dance. Steph can shimmy. Let Steph shimmy. God. <laughs> oh. I'll oh, say, I like, yeah, the Warriors can be – I could definitely see why people find them the most annoying team to watch. Like, the dancing, the celebrate. It's just like, ugh. Yeah, well, we're beating the it's crap like, out of your team. <laughs> My team, the Kings, <laughs> everybody so beats the crap out of the Kings. Dude, honestly, the Kings and the Warriors, they make really fun matchups. They should both shoot the ball like so well whenever they play each other. It's kind of weird. Clay, man, like, 37 points in a quarter against those guys. Oh, so much history and then like most like three pointers in like a half or something like that. I still can't believe Clay got 37 points in one quarter. I mean, that's, that's absolutely insane. absurd, dude. What was his total for the game? 50, I think. No. Did he have 50? I don't remember what he had. I just know he didn't miss a shot in the third. Every shot he took went in. That's Every ridiculous. single <laughs> shot he took went in, dude. How the hell did the Kings not make an adjustment for that? Like, I don't I mean, think you can. No, I don't, he made I don't, so many contested shots. Yeah, it, you it was, can't it was really stop. You can't really adjust for an on fire clay. He's the most deadly player of all time, arguably. And he just oh, once he he is. I I mean, I think on fire when Clay's on fire, he's probably the most deadly player in the league right now. But um, when Clay, like during that game when he was shooting, he would just catch it, no matter where he was, no matter who was guarding him, he just chucked it up. And even if he was falling, every yeah, he had so many shots where he was like off balance, and he would just catch it and just shoot it, and then he'd just make it. That was so sick. And the problem is, if you even if you adjust it for Clay, then you still have to deal with Steph. Yeah, and then Steph gets yeah. on fire and drops thirty in the quarter. You can't leave them open. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was an unwinnable situation for the Kings in that moment. Of course, it happened against the Kings. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so uh, give a little talk about Draymond. Uh, you know he's been well defensively. Obviously, the one thing I will say, I talked about it in my last one because it was after Game One. I like how he went from taking twelve shots in Game One, which was ridiculous to three shots in game two because we do not need Draymond taking 12 shots that was that's really what hurt us in game one um he shouldn't shoot dude he's yeah he's like, at least not from the like not from the three-point line just I mean he might as well just not even do it like I I let Draymond I allow him one three a game yeah. and if he makes it he can shoot until he misses but if he misses no more yeah <laughs> that's I feel my like rule for Draymond I feel like this should have encouraged him to shoot more because I don't think because he used to be what? semi semi decent from three point range. And no, he's since, not. Dude, no, he's ever really since bad. ever since they made him stop shooting, he's he's been trash ever since that. They, I think they just they just I I, I disagree. So wait, move, you want make them to shoot more? Like you want I'm to not shoot saying, out of this lump? I'm not. I'm not saying in this series specifically, but I feel like they should have. Like during the season, encouraging to shoot more, gets his confidence up, makes more shots, and he becomes a like a bigger threat on this team. And so, like nobody's getting doubles, Steph's not getting doubles. So, I mean, the t- it would make the team unguardable because then you'd have you have Steph, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond as a scoring threat, which I know I don't think he Draymond is, scoring threat. Like, zone, no, he's just but not. If puts, but if he puts up at least like fifteen points a game. 
I, uh, I, feel, he, I feel like he's he could, could be capable of it. I don't think he's capable. I don't know, dude. He shoots a lot of open bricks. Yeah, no. I, he, I, I, the thing is, like, between those, he, like, never – he never, like – they don't encourage him to shoot at all anymore. Like, you've seen him in the, Western, in the Western Conference Finals when he's dropped I, eight threes in a game. No, yeah. Well, that was – I completely disagree. So, 2016, he was different. He would actually shoot pretty well. And he dropped over 30 points in game seven and had a bunch of threes. Um, but this is not 2016 anymore. If he could still shoot like that, he would be doing it. We wouldn't be like, hey, don't shoot if he could still shoot like that. He bricks wide open threes. Um, like I said, he makes them every once in a while, which that's why I allow him one. Hey, Draymond, one three every game. Use it wisely. And But other than that, I mean, I would be pissed at Steve Kerr if he said, hey, Draymond, keep shooting. I would be, I would be like – on board to fire him yeah, immediately. During the finals, try to like shoot your way out of a slump. That's an awful idea. That is a really bad idea. I mean, like, look I at this. In the playoffs, Draymond's threes. 0 for 1, 0 for 4, 1 for 1, 0 for 2, 1 for 2, 0 for 1, 0 for 3, 0 for 2. Oh, Guy can't shoot. And I understand what you're saying about maybe. I'm not like, saying if, like if, in just this playoffs. I'm I know, no, I, like I, I see. Season. If they could have gained his confidence back, but I don't think it's that easy. I think if they would have done that, they could have because he that that's how the team used to be. It used to be like that. He used to be able to shoot. He used to be kind of a threat from three, but he just lost that. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think it's after Durant came and he wasn't relied on to shoot as much, so they just. But we can't. Yeah, we can't just build that back out of nowhere. So Draymond just stick to passing, stick to defending and rebounding. Uh, Please don't shoot that much. <laughs> please like uh, you do you everything shoot. else everything else you do draymond i love you for because you do everything so well besides I mean, maybe that. stop whining so much you know like okay oh he's so annoying sometimes to watch i know but like it's it's gotten kind of old at this point it's like come on dude like why he's is definitely a talker he yeah, definitely yeah, talks like, a lot to, like, but he down. backs it up on defense so. you know it's like he's like been in the league a while now like, it's kind of like you know it's at this point, it's just kind of getting ridiculous. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, every time I, I see him shoot it like a three pointer, I'm I expect it to be a brick. Like I'm like, okay, that's a miss, you know, easy. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, Michael, I really disagree with your take. <laughs> okay, that was awful. <laughs> Bad take. Um, and then one other guy on the Warriors I just wanted to talk about who's been playing pretty well was uh, Otto Porter. He's in his thing in the playoffs. He's actually been a huge part of why we're winning games. Um, his shooting's been well, and his rebounding has been very good. So, Porter, keep that up. Uh, his shooting has been reliable, um, and I've loved what he's brought off the bench. Yeah, I feel. I, I yeah, I love the I love that signing from the beginning because he's definitely a scorer, and he had he had potential. I mean, he was he was a top pick in the NBA. So, I mean, I, I, ex- I expect that type of production from him. And he wasn't – honestly, the only thing that was, like, bad about him is because he was injured so often. But now I feel like now that we've got he, – he was more healthy, but, he yeah, he was still injured with us, so he was able to put up better numbers. Why are the uh, – sorry, off topic. Why are the games so spread out this finals? Is it always like that or – money? Oh, they, yeah, they, it just builds up anticipation. They're they're trying to they're trying to milk it as much. God, as they that's so can. annoying. I hate that. It's that and it's the last series. They want to give them a little bit more rest. Um, and they want to milk them for money while they're playing. I think a lot of it has to do with rest. I mean, it's the finals. You want your guy. You don't want to. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. think. I don't think that if they did every other day like they have been, anything bad would happen. But you know, they do want to look out for the guys that the players and. Um, they're doing like two days in between each game, or there's only one game in between the next one day in between the next two games. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it's, a, it's definitely actually, yeah, it's stupid. I mean, you know, the finals are fine before. I mean, you know, injuries are just part of the sport. I don't like. Obviously, yeah, I would. I prefer them not to happen, but like, it's. I think it's a little excessive to add an extra day for like almost every you know every game just because of you know to prevent injury. It's like yeah, they're just trying to draw it out. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they could say they could use the excuse for injuries, but in in reality, I, yeah, no, it yeah, it is more. Pre- yeah, they would do it's make capitalism it for the analyst. Yeah, stupid <laughs> analyst. Yeah. So dumbasses. 
<laughs> we covered pretty much everything I kind of wanted to cover with these guys, with all the guys on each team. Um, let's give predictions for game three. Game three tonight, six o'clock Pacific time. Going to be a good one. Going to be a dog fight. Bloodbath. Who you guys got? I got Boston. Um, I think Tatum and Brown finally kind of bounced back. Um, Steph goes a little cold. Not like completely trash, but like a little less hot than he has been the last two games. I think Boston's why they were the number one defensive team is making adjustments. And I think they're going to they're going to have to do, at some point they're going to have to do a better job of guarding Steph and making you know life tougher on him. Um, I think Clay will bounce back a little, though. Um, I think, you know, two, three games in a row of play shooting like that's pretty rare. Um, and I think that Boston will probably end up winning by like, I don't know, like eight or 10. Okay. I, my prediction, I, I'd say Warriors, but cause, cause I think after, after the last game, Poole has started kind of resurging a little bit and his shooting, he shot the ball a lot better. So I feel like that's going to carry into this game. And Vince, like you said, I I feel like Clay Clay might bounce back a little bit, but I'm also a little worried about because Boston they're they're good at adjusting, so I feel like they're after being blown out by like 25, they're definitely gonna bring it on, probably yeah, like a whole new game plan now. So I feel like I'm, the Warriors are gonna win, but the game's gonna be decided within like the final minute. That's what I believe. Probably Warriors win like by. Three or four points. I'm it's taking be the a really good game. I'm taking the Warriors too. Um, and you guys both brought up Clay having bounce back game. I think he's gonna fully bounce back too. Um, I think he's like fully bouncing back. Like Clay's going for thirty tonight. Oh, uh, I was thinking gone. more like I was thinking more like fifteen or seventeen. Oh no, oh that's, Clay's that's ha- so. Clay's having a good game tonight, boys. Uh, this is gonna be game six. Clay a couple games early. Um, okay, and I believe it, dude. Clay's gonna sh- he's gonna bring it. Now, um, do you love his minutes though? If he has another really bad shooting night, um, yes, it. I mean, a lot of it depends on Jordan Poole. Um, but if Clay is say Clay shoots that is like four for nineteen in the fourth quarter, and it's a really close game, and Poole's actually playing pretty well, sell him out for for Poole. Yeah, but I don't think they would. I think Kerr would play Clay if I'm being honest. Yeah. Um, because we all know what Clay can do at any moment, but the safer option would shots. be to play pool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that, Michael. Wait, what do you say? Well, you said what now? I said Clay could make the clutch shots. Oh, could. I thought like he, he said can't. I was like, he could because like, he could have like a like a pretty bad game and he'll make the clutch shots. Yeah, that's game. what I was getting at. But I, I thought you saying. said he yeah, can't. I was like, Curry in that situation, no. <laughs> Come on, nobody. Know. Curry's one of the clutchest players of all time. Mm, no. Hey, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Come on now. He is. I'm not saying he's the clutchest, but in the league right now, he's top five. Top three. Curry's top three clutch player in the league right now. Honestly, probably Curry, Dame, and uh, maybe Durant. Durant's mm. pretty clutch. I, yeah, I would trust KD shooting, you know, a game-winning shot, honestly, over Curry. As crazy as that sounds, like, I just do. As long as it's Durant's pretty clutch, so I could understand that. But I'm taking the best shooter of all time to make one shot that I need to win, save my life. Um, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, we got – so me and Mike got Warriors winning. I think it'll be a good game, though. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. I think it'll be close, and then there'll just be a one little, like, stretch where I think just Boston kind of pulls away on three points and just gets, you know, like up by five or six. And then, you know, it's kind of just close. And then it just, you know, the Warriors just don't have enough time to come back. That's, I don't know what I feel like will happen. I'm going the same exact thing, only reversed and it's clay Thompson making those threes. (laughs) So everybody look out because clay is bringing it tonight. Um, Warriors will win. I do think the Warriors or the Celtics are going to win game four and tie it up, but um, Warriors tonight, they're going to win it. Um, one more thing I wanted to ask. We've been through two games so far. If the Say the series ended right, like the series was already over, and who would be your finals MVP for both teams? Think, God, Jalen Brown, of, I guess. 
Yeah, Jalen Brown. Because mm-hmm. uh, he facilitates – I think like, he facilitates that offense better than Tatum. I don't know. Like I said, Tatum's just too all over the place. Brown, I, I mean, I, once again, you know, they both suck with turnovers, I guess. But I don't know. I just trust Brown more. He seems less – he gets less flustered than Tatum does and just, you know, does Tatum – because, like, when Brown makes turnovers, like, you know, he is usually getting, like, double teamed. Like, they're all over him. And, like, you know, he has to kind of throw it out. Tatum, he just throws the ball away sometimes. Like, you know, it's like gives me Jimmy G vibes. You just close your eyes and just chuck it. You know, it's just like, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? Um, so, yeah, I guess I got to go Jalen Brown. Uh, and then for the Warriors, Steph, easily. It's not even a question. That's, yeah. I'll save it some time. I totally agree with both. I'm going Jalen Brown for the Celtics and Steph for the Warriors. So, for, for the Warriors, I would say Steph. I mean, I would, for Boston, I would prefer Jalen Brown, but I feel like, if Boston does win the series and Tatum does semi decent, I think the media is going to give it to Jason Tatum. Yeah, no, he is more because like, he's yeah. he's like yeah. they're just going to look at points, they're not going to look at the whole game. It's just they they would give it to Jason Tatum. I it's, agree with you. It, they will have to. Do you think if it it's, ended right now, they'd give it to Jason Tatum? Oh no, not right now. No. Yeah, Michael, no. that was the question. All right, I didn't <laughs> say who you think is going to get it. Oh, I thought you said like if it was. No, I'm just I'm just playing. But no, I I said um. At the end, like if it ended, it was if it was over, and from what we've seen so far. But um, okay, so we both, I think, so you think Michael that Jalen Brown would get it if it was over right now, like if yes. it just was okay. Not so we all agree on that. So I saw something in the NBA released its finals MVP ladder so far. So Steph was number one, and I pretty much disagree with everything else. Uh, Jordan Poole was number two. Kevon Looney was number three. <laughs> Jason Tatum was number four, and Jalen Brown was number five. That's, um, wait. No, number one, if you were to tell me one year ago that Kevon Looney would be third in finals MVP rankings, I would have slapped you. I mean, that that would that's absolutely insane that Kevon Looney yeah. is up there. But no, I, I agree that he should be up there. It's just crazy to say. Now, Wiggins should not be out of the top five. Honestly, Wiggins should be number two. Um, or yeah, maybe number I, three if you want to put Jalen Brown up there. But Wiggins needs to be up there. Pool, I don't think really needs to be no. number two. If anything, That's maybe ridiculous. five. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I may go Steph, Brown, um, Wiggins, maybe then Looney, and then maybe Tatum. That's what probably that's off the top of my head what I would do for five, but I think that's I, I, I think I agree with that. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think the, the finals MVP ladder is the, the dumbest thing I've ever seen like my, in my life. Because honestly, Why? I've never, I don't Why? think I've ever seen. I don't ever. I don't think I've ever seen a Finals MVP ladder getting so much attention as it is getting right now. And honestly, I mean, it's not it's really mostly, getting that mostly, much attention. It, yeah, it, it yeah, does, I mean, dude. Really, it's like, posted like all the time. I've, I've never, I never really heard about the the MVP, the Finals MVP ladder until now. It wasn't really mentioned as much. Okay, well, I don't see what the issue with it is, though. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's like dumb. I think it's just they're just ranking just, who would win Finals MVP, like we yeah. just did. It's we just did. Ranking, it's like, just like not really best, like a point player. of it. It's just because it's just gonna ch- it's gonna change like every game. So there's really well, yeah. Like, that's no the same with the MVP too. That's the same with the MVP in the regular season. We just but made that's like over like like finals. It's like over a course of like four or seven games, but in regular season it's a course of like eighty two games. So. So should they just it's not even give one just, out at all? It's just not really. I don't know. Should they not even give out a Finals MVP at all? I mean, for gambling purposes, I guess they have it. But yeah, that's an interesting. So do you think there should be? Do you think there should be no Finals MVP? Oh, I get it. Because I Steph think, doesn't have one, so you want to no, like get rid of it. Because so, oh. <laughs> it doesn't get as much attention when it's not in the finals. <laughs> Wait, wait, people wait. are going to be watching that mostly because they want to see if Steph's going to get it or not. Because I, because that seems to be a huge topic going around these past like five years, six. Pretty years. important for his legacy. Yeah. He needs. He has get people. I mean, he doesn't need to prove anything should. else, to be honest. No, he doesn't. But I mean, he should already have one, arguably too. But I don't really have an issue with the Finals MVP letter. That kind of got me off guard. I think, it's like, a- like, sure, do they need to put it out? No, but it's like. We we essentially just made one when I said who do you think would have won Finals MVP if it ended right now? We all gave our take on who I, would be one and two. I just said it was stupid. So well no, you said you said you take Curry and then you said you take Jalen Brown. 
Um, so technically we made a small little ladder. So it's, I don't think <laughs> yeah. it's like stupid. I just it's, think it's yeah. like, whatever, like, cool. I mean, let's I'm see saying that's like it. our small little one. I'm saying like, as like a big thing in like so okay so we can make finals mvp yeah, ladders but yeah, nba nba.com can't <laughs> that's funny dude you cracked me up and honestly uh, i think they should replace i don't know if this is like a thing or not but i feel like they should replace the finals mvp with the playoffs mvp for that yeah i agree team because that because i feel like that just gives like a broader like insight of how much a player's impacted that team throughout the entire playoffs instead of that one specific That's series. That's what they do I mean, in the NHL. I mean, yeah, like, the finals is, like, you know, like, how you finish it, but I feel like it should be, like, over the course of the series. Like, Steph has been huge for the Warriors, like, in, like, the, dynast- the, the dynastic years and past playoff series, and he's been good in the finals. So I feel like they should they should change – I'm not just because Steph doesn't have a finals MVP. No, no, I agree with you. I'm I just, just saying, like, laughing. in general for everybody, I feel like it, it would it would be a lot better. It tells no, the story agree. a little better. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what the NHL does. It's, it's just fair. It makes sense. Like, if some guy, like, um, say the Lightning has, like, 38 points the entire playoffs, but, you know, he didn't have, like, as many points as, you know, in the final, like, you know, uh, in the Stanley Cup. Yeah, as some other guy like and that guy only had like 20 points total it'd be stupid to give him the you know the the, the playoff award but yeah, i mean like, that's basically the nba logic which is yeah really stupid yeah like like that player's the reason they are there to play in the first place yeah that's, that's a fair point yeah. that makes sense I don't, I don't like the finals mvp award all right you heard it here first NBA, get rid of the finals MVP. Yeah. And if you still have it, get rid of the ladder. Yep. <laughs> uh, you guys have anything else you want to add? Um, I don't know. You think the Warriors are going to blow a 3 1 lead against Boston? I mean, it's, uh, it's if that be. happens again, yikes. They're not going I'm to. Like- I don't think they're not going to. Warriors will not blow a 3 1 lead. Um, first off, let's hope they go up 3 1. Um, but. They're not gonna, dude. Don't get comfy. They won't. If they do, they won't. It doesn't matter. It's pretty hard to live that down, man. Two, three. Oh, no. That would be really tough to live down. I mean, I'll be the first to say, I mean, the first one, even for me as a fan, I couldn't even live. I was like, I was a wreck after that. Um, Yeah. Because I didn't expect it. I was like fully confident. We were the better team. Everybody knows we were better than the Cavs. We were the better team than the Cavs. I didn't expect to blow a 3 1 lead. Um, I will always stand by how I think that series was rigged, but we didn't expect and that. Steph just decided to just kind of collapse. That was, Steph I, did, I Steph did disappear in the last three games. Yeah. People forget about the first four games. He played pretty well. Yeah. Pretty That's well, but he did he did collapse in the first yeah. in the last three games. I will say that. That's Save his biggest collapse um, ever. But all the other finals, he played really well. So, um, But no, no three one leads will be blown. If, if it is, it's the Celtics blowing it to the Warriors. Um, but the Warriors are going to win the series. Final series predictions. What do you guys think? I'm going dubs and six. I was thinking Celtics and seven. Days. It's going to be – I'm actually – you know what? I might change my uh, prediction for this game. I think the, the Warriors are going to go up 3-1 and then blow it in the game seven series i got a weird feeling well, another, another interesting thing about boston this playoff so far they've never lost back-to-back games that's about to change but yeah it's the warriors i so. agree i think they are gonna lose i think uh, uh yeah golden state's gonna go up three one and then it's gonna happen all over golden again. state six you think the warriors are gonna lose two no dude no they're way. not steph's not gonna let that happen Neither. that's not gonna happen dude I got it. I don't know. It's like this voodoo feeling. I, I no, think it's that's a wrong feeling. Wrong. <laughs> just hating. <laughs> no, no three one leads will be blown here. I just don't like saying it's never gonna happen. So I'm just gonna say, go and say it's not happening. Yeah, I mean, you might have just jinxed it, Zach. Jinx is not real. We got nothing to yeah, worry about, is. boys. Very no, it's not. Jinxing is not real. Come on now, Mike. Yes, me it's, speaking it's, words, me speaking words has no effect on the outcome of the NBA finals. I think I'm gonna have to agree with it's, Michael. It's, I think you're jinx, jinxing jinx the Warriors right now. Very much real. And it's not Call just it a jinx. Basketball. If the Warriors end up blowing a three-one lead, it's not because of me. It's because they <laughs> didn't play well enough. Has nothing to do with me. 
call it whatever you want to call it's it not just it's not just basketball it's all the other sports as well like i remember jinxing is fake when i was dude. watching when i was watching a giants uh like po- like pre-game broadcast they're talking about how logan webb like never i don't think he like ever gave up multiple home runs in a game and guess what he did later in that game give up three <laughs> give up three hear? homers you want to know what that's called decided to sit. That's a you, want, you know i know what that's called that, coincidence. I say, if you say coincidence. It is. I, I've that's always actually a little off topic, but I know that's always something that I've always kind so of. So the one time with. she says it, it happens. It's called a coincidence. Coincidence. You I believe think in coincidence? Rude, Michael. Yeah, I think there's some type of magical element going on. There is, dude. There is. No. There's you no way Logan Webb real. would do that without some are... type of magical force. You know. So you think force. if they didn't say that, he wouldn't have given up the home runs? I I hundred percent believe so. That's I think, yeah, sad. Michael's right. There That's must sad. be some type of magical element. No, there, I, there, I can't tell. I, I feel like my, Michael believes it and Vince is trolling a little bit. I am trolling. Of course I don't believe that shit. But Mike, believe in, Michael I believes it. I believe in jinxing, dude. Jail I don't know. I mean, you powerful. can believe in whatever you want. I just jinxing think Jinxing, luck, and everything. That's, yeah. That, that's, like I said, yeah. Magical it's not real. Force made Logan Webb give up those home runs. Yeah, Michael, come on. That's basically James, Michael's bro. argument. I'm superstitious. On, that's not even superstitious. <laughs> oh, that's that's God. literally not even superstition. Yeah. That's well, just along like with, along with along with jinxing as well. There's that's just like I believe in jinxing. Not logical. I don't. I've and like I was saying earlier, that's always something that I've said was I always got annoyed when someone would say, "Hey, don't say that you're gonna jinx them." Like I'd be like, "Whoa, curve's about to go up." Don't say that. You're gonna I will say though. Say whatever like, I want. <laughs> I will say that if I'm like driving and someone's like, "Oh man, like you've never been in a car crash before," like I'd be like, "Dude, <laughs> like you know, like there is like a little something like maybe yeah, like no. in that regard, like psychologically yes. though, if you do like say something to someone like that, like I feel like it's more likely to happen because they'll be like more on edge, you know." I think that's I think that's a little different. I think that's more of just putting something in your brain. Like I remember one time we were all playing basketball. And I kind of hurt my ankle because I always just roll my ankle. And then I think somebody went, oh, shoot, but I hope that, like, you don't want to tear your Achilles. I was like, okay, come on. Don't even say that. Like, it's obviously I didn't tear my Achilles, and I don't want to even think about tearing my Achilles. So let's just not put that thought in my mind. That's a, yes, yeah, psychological jinxing. I, I agree. I think that it does affect, like, the outcome. But obviously, magical jinxing, like Michael's belief, like, I mean, that's like believing, God, like, man. Mormonism is, you know, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, but, you know, believe what you want to believe, Mike. If you believe in jinxing, say some things right now that'll jinx. Say, like, the Celtics are going to win the championship, and then it'll be jinxed, and then the Warriors will win because of you. Nobody else. You right there, Michael. You're the one. That's that's gonna that's gonna control the NBA. I mean, I did say the Heat were gonna win in seven, and then how many people said the Heat were gonna win? Dude, I said the Heat were gonna win. Everyone, I know that. Come on, dude. You know how many people was kind of like the. You know how many people were gonna say the Heat were gonna win in seven? I wanted them to win in seven because I wanted the Warriors to play them. Michael, why don't you like jinx like uh, something like in the game like right now? Like say something, and we'll see like if it happens. If the opposite, something really random, like something like Jalen Brown's gonna like. I don't know, have like three turnovers and one of them, so he's going to like chuck out of bounds. Like something like really random like that. I don't know. <laughs> he's got I mean, Apparently you have magical powers. You can jinx whatever you want. Okay, bro. <sighs> All right, Michael. <laughs> okay. Good luck with the, with the future of jinxing. Um, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Big picture. Um, the Warriors will win tonight. Um, but I better watch out. I can't really say that because I'm going to drink some. So I should probably yeah. stop talking. Right on, boys, for coming on. I appreciate it. Um, Warriors play tonight at 6, so that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Hopefully they walk out with the win. Um, you're st- if you're still listening, thank you. Um, I really appreciate it. This episode will be up, you know, in the afternoon today, which is Wednesday. Um if you want to stay up to date with everything uh, that goes on with this podcast, you can follow us on our social medias on Instagram at the night shift pod on TikTok at the night shift pod and on Twitter at the night shift two T's in the beginning two T's at the end. Um, I appreciate Michael Vince. You guys coming on um, yeah. definitely have definitely have you guys on again for sure. 
Um, and we'll see if Michael's jinxing comes true. Yeah, <laughs> Michael's magical powers in yeah. real life. Yeah. Uh, right on, everyone, for listening. And that'll be it for me. I'm out. Peace.